Okay, I am recording too. Let me just turn up my phones a little bit ski. Let me just turn up. Little bit ski. Turn up, turn it up, and turn up. Welcome to Bachelor Massacre. Okay, this is hard. Season 27 of The Bachelor, week five. And it's it's That's fucked right. up. It's go. actually our sixth episode this season. It's really or um this yep. season of Bachelor Massacre. It's really flying by. I gotta say, and mm. we uh, we had a really weird, a really weird episode tonight with a major hiccup, um, but we will be getting to that. I'm here with the illustrious Scotty Boombox. How you doing, Scotty? It goes a one, two, three. Let's kick it like this. Doing well, man. You sound ready. I'm ready. I'm All ready. right. So uh, we start this episode in London, a place that is. Yeah. Referred to multiple times as very romantic. I don't know that I agree with that statement. How did you feel about that? Yeah, every shot of it looked cold, wet, stuffy. Uh, also, it's like they went out of their way to pick the creepiest uh, butlers. A lot of weird <laughs> Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of butlering going on this episode. Maybe the most butlering I've ever seen at one time. <laughs> the most butlering. <laughs> Moss butler. Yeah, it was a lot. All the butlers were crazy creepy. 11 women. Yeah, 11 women are left. 11 women are left. Which is not right? that many. It seems like we kind of whittled down a little, maybe a little quicker than usual, maybe not. But, you know, it's 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 already feels like it's getting down to the wire um, a little bit. Uh, another thing I wanted to, to run by you, how come the default for um, being British is Pip Pip Cheerio? Mm-hmm. Why is it all about Pip Pips and Cheerios? Why did Allie say hip hip hooray? <laughs> she did. <laughs> that shit was so dumb. She goes hip hip hooray. <laughs> like like that's uh I don't yeah, I don't I don't know if you know where you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um let me ask you this because as we're as we hit top five, uh excuse me, as we hit week five, it got me thinking. If you look back on like your early top five, like I started to kind of look back and think we're in week five. How's my top five looking? Like, do you have your, your, your like early, you know, who jumped out to that early lead that you thought was going to make it far? Cause I've got my list and here's, and maybe yours, I feel like ours is like similar so i mean i think you know i think you know mine off top but let, let's hear what you got to say so my my early contenders were katie the er nurse from austin Def. gabby from vermont yep anastasia um morning balin yeah yeah and oh shit hold on wait do i still have it morning balin <laughs> yeah god damn he y'all he gave me the look and everything man i fucking blew it um and then Catherine, the other nurse. So, so again, I had Katie, Gabby, Anastasia, Anastasia, Bailey, and Catherine. And right now, I'm three for five. I mean, that was like right out of the gate in week one, right out of the limo, right? So what about you? How's your top five looking? I had I had Bailey up there. Morning, Balin. So a little surprised to see that. Her and Stassi, baby, have a bit of a similar vibe, I thought. Um, so maybe that's not his type. But... You know, I had Katie off the jump. Mm -hmm. I had Catherine probably off the jump as well. 
Uh, it starts to get a little murky after that. I know that I picked uh, Gabby at a certain point just because it seemed like she was the funny one. Also, it had been revealed to me that it looked like she had some longevity uh, in the previews, so it was kind of easy to go with that one. Beyond that, uh, I wasn't sure. I didn't. Th- I wasn't. I didn't think Christina Mandrell would even do as well as she ended up doing. Um, I thought they had no vibe. <laughs> little surprised about that. I think I put Charity up there mm-hmm. early on. And I think she still has a chance. And, you know, it's been confusing the whole Greer thing because I had a feeling she was going to get her hooks in him and go far because, let's face it, she's got the kind of young and sort of, I don't I don't know, slutty is really, I guess, what I'm just going to go for. But, you know, she had, she had, to, <laughs> she had a vibe that, that'll, that'll keep, you, keep you sniffing around. Yeah, she seemed fun. She seemed fun. The first impression, Rose, really... It's crazy, just to just to sidebar on Greer for a minute, it's really crazy. This has probably been the most dramatic, get the first impression, Rose, and we're not going to count Brianna because that was America's first impression, mm-hmm. Rose, but to get That's a right. first impression, Rose, from The Bachelor or Bachelorette and to be doing this bad, having received that, this might be an all-time low for that ratio. All right. Agreed. Agreed. So... Let's get back to London. Yeah. I've noticed something in in how they present Zach like right out of the gate, which is the producers are getting Zach two drinks before they hit record. Have you noticed this? Like Zach is slightly drunk at <gasps> the start of most interactions with the camera now. I mean, they've like figured it out that that's how they get him to, I don't know, be more animated. Interesting. You know, come out of a show. But- when he's talking about England right out of the gate, right, he's a little buzzed. He's he's like, oh, I got here. I've had a few pints. Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah, that's obvious. Like, you're a little buzzed right now. Interesting. Like 60 seconds into the episode. So, but I, I think it's smart on their part. Yeah, you know? no. I mean, Zach is, he has been coming into his own a little bit, and that may very well be part of it i got to say at the start of i just want to say this now before i forget it but at the start of this date when he uh slides into the fucking double r with gabby it might be the best he's looked all season i don't know something i'm thinking the same thing zach looks pretty fucking fresh right there was it the angle they had him at an angle and he's he's like he's leaning to the side he was edged up i think maybe all that sunburn is now converted into a tan you know, he was getting kind of le- like leathered out. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some color now. He's not so pasty. Mm-hmm. But they had trimmed his like. They had cut down the top of his beard. Like he had like a, like a Parisian hard line on his beard, and he had like hit his hair looked fuller. Like he had like the Tom Brady effect. I don't know what it was either, but he, you are right on. What do we think about Gabby getting this this one on one? I mean, Long overdue. I, Gabby has definitely grown grown on me, not just because she's funny, but she's also a babe. She's I don't know. She seems cool and deserving. And, and we can talk about that more uh, on her date as well, because she remained cool uh, on the date, not just, uh, you know, in general. I think she was well deserving. Right. I think she's you know, she's a top contender. I think, you know, initially from looks, but to your point, like she's got it up upstairs. She's funny. She's smart. She is the full package. Um, 
so let yes yeah, so let's jump into to to this date where they go to uh where uh, almost another creepy butler but he's just a man who runs a custom uh cologne store ask them if they would like to start a fragrance journey together surprisingly uncreepy for a guy that's just like a weird smell guy because i would imagine a a perfume (laughs) curator to be like well hello you know like totally (laughs) totally creep dog and that guy was pretty chill actually you know what i mean i like that guy he was all right i was impressed at how um Zach and Gabby interacted in there. Like that date actually looked kind of fun. Yeah, they had some real chemistry, and um, it went on and on forever. Like there was like a there was a point where she had a break, and then like the dress was tailored and then delivered to her later, and they went out again. You know, seemed like a real like a real marathon. Gabby got what we refer to as the pretty woman date, right? The one yeah, where she yeah. gets to you know go from fucking you know zero to glam in fucking 60 seconds i don't know whatever insert some fucking wow, quote yep. in there but you nailed that yeah she got blessed and i gotta say you know that's a big make or break move if you look back to uh matt james's season rachel kirkconnell got the uh got the pretty woman date and they're they're still together uh, despite some ups and downs. And on Clayton's season, Susie got the, uh, I believe her name was Susie, got the pretty woman date. And that's who he ended up wanting in the end. And that's who he actually ended up having a relationship with um, for a little bit. They're now broken up. But the wow. past two bachelors, okay. the pretty woman dates, won the show. Hmm. Now, I mean, Gabby yeah. got absolutely blessed with that date. Who would not fall in love on that date? I mean, guy or girl, like the two of them. Mm-hmm. How could you do mm-hmm. all the shit they did? They 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 made a custom fucking fragrance together, which like I said looked like a lot of fun. They went and they Zabby. They <laughs> Sabby. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> Cheers to that. Um, they had fucking drink. They had the Queen's cocktails. They had some mm-hmm. fucking some tea and crumpets. They got to play with fucking play corgis. With corgis. They, they rolled around on the ground with some strange dogs. That was an interesting shot. They, yeah, they really went in. They were, I was surprised to see uh, Gabby. I wonder if they had some uh, boob tape on the bottom of her skirt to keep her skirt from coming up mm. because that was kind of a precarious position mm. she was in. Precarious. Then they tried on... I mean, she looked fucking good in those, those dresses. And the right. one that they ended up um, keeping in the end, I mean, she looked fantastic in that. Stunner. Cinderella uh, dress looking like a like a disney princess for sure yeah um i was just really surprised at how well they seemed to fit together they were very natural together um they played off of each other very very well i like them together yeah yeah i'm 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 rooting for them um but yeah i mean again at the end you know then now she's got to take all of her winnings back home Oh yeah, that was where it's like proper mind fuckery. Time to make some women cry, you know. Absolutely. That's when, if you're ready to transition into that, like you know, Gabby opening all the packages in front of everyone. Um, I think that was actually at the halfway point, right? That that was of the episode. You mean? Oh, halfway point of the date. Of the date, she came back with all of 
the spoils, you know. She's got Jimmy Choo's. Jimmy Choo's, bro. She's, she's letting people smell the zabby. Hello. And um, and then Greer and Charity start to lose it. This, so this is the first time that Greer's rocky road, you know, throughout this throughout this episode really she starts to show those cracks you know well i think she she i think she even cried in the beginning when she just wasn't picked for the one-on-one like off the jump she she was starting to spiral cried at the presence and then we'll talk about later she cried later too yeah when gabby came back and she was talking about how she had some tea i don't even think they had a quote-unquote high tea they just sipped some fucking tea but greer's got this fucking tea complex greer kept talking about high tea like that like like yeah. she just wanted to go to high tea, which I like I said I don't think happened. She shows her tattoo, uh, her tea tattoo, which is just of a fucking about a dime sized teacup that looked like cup it was of, fucking smudged. It looked like someone drew it on with pen right before she showed it. Mm-hmm. I mean that was that was a pretty terrible tattoo. That date was meant to provoke fear in all these women, and you know mm-hmm. Greer was definitely the worst at at hiding it though she did really take it very personal because having apparently mentioned the word tea to Zach uh one time she felt um certainly overlooked that a tea a right. tea date he, should absolutely involve her I mean I feel like no matter who went on the date regardless uh they're in England like they did every stereotypical I- English thing like uh, so of course, like whoever it is is gonna drink tea and like play with corgis and be treated to like another one of these awkward like royal butlers. Like it didn't matter who went on the date; the, all of those things were gonna happen. How about um, Gabby having to step over Greer, who coincidentally was crying in front of the door to her room, and Gabby was just on such a, like I gotta get away from this shit that she just walked right past her own room, got halfway down the hall, and then realized, oh fuck, she's sitting right in front of my door. Which I again, yeah. I, I, I'm like, is that? There's no way that she would have known to just sit right there. Like, what, what, what's the luck? Yeah, like, no, that felt. I don't think that was a producer. And, I don't think that was a producer move. I think that shit actually happened. That was brutal, brutal. All right, so Gabby's one-on-one dinner later with Zach then goes well after all of that, and the dress comes in. It's tailored, and she gets to go out with him again. Yes, and that's when um, she emotes to him that. He was, he's the first one who made her feel pretty, like without her seeing or thinking it in a mirror or something along those lines. I'm not doing it justice, but it seemed like a really earnest moment. It was really sweet. It was really earnest. And it was cool because not only is it something that they can relate to because Zach has his own sort of experience with feeling that way, mm-hmm. but it was nice to have a trauma dump that didn't feel like a trauma dump you know it just felt like two people (laughs) talking and a conversation that that would have come up after that i mean like anybody's gonna feel pretty or attractive when like they put on some really fly shit and so Mm -hmm. you know just for her to say like you know i felt really pretty today and you made me feel pretty today and i you know i've had issues with feeling that way um yeah it was a nice moment that just seemed like two people sharing it didn't feel like oh hey now that i have you at this private dinner let me tell you about the most horrible thing that's ever happened to me in my life and how it changed me you know i don't know if they've normally done it like this but during the midst of that dinner one-on-one they cut away to reveal the other one-on-one they've been kind of they've been kind of doing that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so this is when it's Mercedes' turn to lose it when Charity gets like the one-on-one. A lot of, I mean, people really, 
you know, were, I mean, went all in, like really like thought like this was their ticket. Like they were going to finally get their, get their number called. And it did not happen. Mandy disagreed with me when I when I asked her about this, but I'm like, the amount of crying over just, for example, not getting picked for a date, I swear it's escalated in the past maybe a couple seasons or maybe even in this episode. Like, yes, there are tears. There are always hella tears. But, like, people just, just bursting into tears, not getting picked for one-on-ones and shit, I feel like that's happening more, more often. I have a theory about that, which is... I feel like Zach is maybe so into so many of these women that like it kind of feels like he's leading them all on. You know what I mean? Like he is he's he's stringing them along with not only words of affirmation and like, you know, X, Y and Z, but like he like makes out with every single one of them, like passionately. And he's like always touching them. He's always got a hand on them. He's. it's 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 both physical and mental with the vast majority of them every week and so i think they're all made to feel that they're you know okay well it's my time i mean based on my one-on-one time at the cocktail hour or at this you know maybe this group date that you know i I don't know that's how i started to kind of feel over time i'm like well no wonder there's so many tears you know they all think that they're in the running you know, especially after like the first first few girls have been cut. So, yeah, it's a it's an interesting part of the show. I mean, I feel like I was thinking about that um, as well, because you are you are correct. There is it is starting to feel like people are getting strong along. But it's the nature of the show in the sense that a lot of these dating shows and, and horny island shows, there's a lot of different people all mingling with a lot of different people. But this is probably Horny the island's a good one. Horny island's a good one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though. But like this yeah, is totally. like the main the main one I can think of where it's all a bunch of people going for one person. And I mean he has to keep the people interested, right? I mean the show has to go on and you have to kind of have these different experiences but I'm like yeah he he's definitely like he's in, how could you not fall in love with Katie, Catherine, uh Gabby, like these dates he's been having, the the people he's been with, the things that he's been doing. I mean, it's all really intense. And they all seem like they're equally into him as well. Like, it's not like he's chasing them or like, it seems like they're all very much into him too. So, yeah. But how could you not be into something that's dangled in front of you like a fucking prize, you know? Yeah. Like you have, you have other hormones, you have like competition hormones and fucking... You know what I mean? TV hormones. You've got other hormones kicking in that are that are making you feel some type of way about this guy. You know, I believe they really are mm-hmm. as, as into him as they think. But I just I wonder, you know, some of the the reasons I guess that got them, or the the un the the underlying reasons that got them to feel that way. You know. All right. So let's cut to the most important part of this episode, which is the appearance of UB40. Yes. Uh, UB40. I mean, were they doing Red Red Wine or uh, what What was their song that they were doing? Ooh, baby, I love you. Yes, baby, I love your way. Yes, which is, I think, a cover. A Peter, it's a Peter um, Frampton song, I believe. Yes, it is. That's wow. Look at he you. Probably stole, he you probably might... stole it from, you know, some black guy, but. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, it's all stolen. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, UB40, instead of the. I mean, I guess that's 
maybe that's like the equivalent, like London's equivalent of like, you know, what we have in America, which is always some up and coming like Nashville star, you know? Yeah, no, that's a sick flex, but that's not their OG singer. I was reading that that was a, that guy was 31. Mm. He had my hairline though, but. He didn't um, look 31, yeah. No, he didn't, so I don't know. But I don't think that's their OG uh, singer. I think that was a guy doing a UB40 impression who just also happens to be in UB40. Yeah, it's kind of like Journey, right, with their new singer. Yeah. It's like, yeah, are you guys just really a Journey cover band now at this point? I don't know. Damn. Um, Facts, though. Okay, so Gabby comes back, and here begins the real pivot in the episode right? Zach is under the weather. What did you think when you first heard that? Yeah. I, I mean, I think I just knew it was the start, uh, start of COVID. I mean, I thought he was hung over. <laughs> well, before, you know, before they, um, before they even bring that up, I had wrote down and this is kind of to what you were saying about the leading on, but it's probably pretty exhausting having so many moments with so many people, you know, and I traveling, mean, he's and traveling yeah. and drinking and sun. Yeah. He's doing but, the most. They're all I mean, doing the most. They're all doing the most. I thought initially I was like, oh, is he going into quarantine or is he just hung over? And then they have to like get some B-roll of him just like milling about in his bedroom. <laughs> like he's just walking around the bed like he lost his phone. Yeah, they show they showed him blow his nose. And he's got like a, a cup of tea at one point, like he's brooding with some tea. Yeah, that's low tea. Yeah. The, uh, the, but he's, he's quarantined now. And so the girls have to go out on their own. And, you know, I was like, oh boy, who's going to get drunk? And it was Greer. Greer. Yo, oh, yeah. did you see how terrible that, that pound, that beer pounding was, where she basically was just pouring half of it on herself the whole time? Poured it down her neck and shirt. That was like, boom. Hey, this is why I sent you the text earlier that said, same sorority. Here's why. I was listening to another recap today, which I should probably shout out. It's called Bachelor Party. Uh, shout out to Bachelor Party. Uh, always, always a good listen. But the host said, Gabby and Greer... In the same sorority. They were in the same sorority at Old Miss at the same time. And it didn't specify Dude. that they were friends or not, but it said they were in the same. They have to know who each other is. And when they obviously well, all, aren't kicking it, you know what I mean, on the show. So they're obviously not homies. Yeah. They're only one year apart in age. So they had, I mean, it's not like they're like three years apart. You know, they're full, you know, classes apart where like, you're no, they knew each other, bro. Like a, they knew each other for sure. Yeah, that's wild. I, uh, I feel like Gabby was the athlete and Greer was the drinker. Yeah, Gabby <laughs> looked like she can throw a fucking javelin and maybe maybe do a shot put. Yeah, spike spike a volleyball into my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. The um, pole vault. So she gets drunk. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. It was the worst beer chug I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't even a beer chug. So bad. Yeah, it was terrible. And you would think like, yeah, you'd think she would be able to like just open her fucking gullet up and just pour some shit down it. But that shit was weak. It was terrible. But it was good to see them have fun, I guess. But man. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the most fun they had was with the fish and chips after they got fucking lit. <laughs> they they go back to get ready, right? For cocktail hour. Still thinking. Oh, right? yeah. 
that they're going to get to see Zach because he said soon and um, only to discover that they're too sick for cocktail hour. Isn't that when they announced that he has COVID? No, no, because it's the it was charities. It was charities. Yeah, they're all because they're all in the in the living room, and Jesse comes in and tells me he has COVID. I will say that when he said COVID, in my mind, I was like, "A motherfucker don't have COVID." You know, they're just gonna call it COVID for like extra action. Like, a motherfucker probably just yeah, he's probably just got a cold or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, but I felt like calling it COVID was extra drama. And at no point did anybody say like, well, Gabby was fucking shoving her tongue down his throat the day before. Like they don't even, they don't even show Gabby being like, I hope I don't have COVID. Like, which is exactly what the fuck you would say if the person you were tonguing down the night before has COVID. They, there's nothing, they don't quarantine Gabby at all. Mm -hmm. It's bizarre. That's not protocol. That's not pro. You come in, you come in contact. Bro was sick the next day. I feel like it's, Definitely COVID in that, well, I thought it was definitely COVID because thinking about like how much travel and how many flights this guy's been on and like how many people he has like been around, much less all, all these women, right? Like he flew from Bachelor Mansion, which is in, I don't know, Universal Florida. Who knows where the hell that is? It's in, it's in LA. The Bahamas, right? And then they flew to London. So he's on all these flights, right? He's in these little like germ, germ, like uh, germ incubators. So I was like, well, duh, of course he has it. Do you think um, Zach is a masker or an anti-masker? Oh, great question. I'd say anti-masker if I had to bet. He supposedly has a, comes from a like churchy, conservative-y background. So he's probably Republican and he's, Quite possibly conservative, so he could be, but I will say, I mean, he seems like a pretty sweet, like a sweetheart. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, he could harmless. be one of those nice guys that sucks, right, that has tells everybody what they want to hear because he's he really kind of sucks and he's not like a, an actual nice guy. Because I feel like the term nice guy mm-hmm. is almost not even a good thing anymore, not just because nice guys finish last or whatever, but because now there's like a nice guy complex and... Etc. That that's a whole other podcast, but he he doesn't seem like a bad guy, you know. I I uh, but I don't I don't know. I really don't know. It's TV, right? So I have no fucking idea who he is outside of this. He's boring as hell. I'll tell you that right now. But yeah. The only thing exciting about him is that he probably doesn't wear a mask. He's a risk taker. Do we want to talk about Katie's love edit? Katie's love edit, bro. She brought him that fucking care package and talked to him through the uh, door, and then they did like a yes. montage. Of like all the time that they've spent together. I mean, that was that was kind of out of the blue. That was an edit, bro. She got a fucking. They were trying to fill time. I mean, they, well, they had nothing, fair, right? Fair. They're trying to fill time. They like chest bumped through a a closed hotel door. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, yeah, no one's being, no one else is being quarantined. I don't get it. Um, and then, um. Let's transition to these two. Um, the most boring dates ever. Oh, so bad. Like, how do you have a Zoom where you can't even see yourself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're holding a tablet and they can't see what they look like or what they. Yeah, you know, they all bizarre. they all had to comment on that. But like, it's 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 a fact, right? You you kind of want to know. Like, don't you want to know how you're framed up? Like, yeah, that was watching. 
watching a person on a screen. Like there was two, there's too many screens. There's too many cameras and screens going on. I'm already watching TV on a screen. Now I got to watch another person on a screen on a screen. I feel like we took two years. We took two years like a step back in like a fucking time warp. Yeah. Like I haven't thought about COVID like that. I haven't thought about how Zoom was just like shoehorned into our life like an everyday thing and to have to watch it. Like I don't even know that in the height of content that was produced during COVID did we have that much screens. This was like the most screen intense thing I had seen um, on TV as far as like zoom or telecommunications you know this kind of stuff it was like it was jarring and sad and uh uh you know i felt i felt the bachelor for the bad mood that i'm in today uh to be honest yeah it was a real it was a real bring down um and it also just brought out the the worst in people cat who is just so uh it's hard to to make me not be into her she couldn't she she acted like the word snog was like the most the greatest discovery of of british slang ever i mean i'm pretty sure everybody knows snog right now she called it snug she couldn't get it right i love when zach gets made to do stuff that makes him feel uncomfortable zach obviously did not want to play smoochy smoochy on the uh on the ipad screen but cat really wanted him to to give her a zoom a zoom kiss mm. looked like ali brought in um uh oranges for them to make out with oranges in front of each other another about that thing part, that yeah. i i don't think zach um enjoyed very much so you take the normal level of desperation that you get in your seven minute interaction at a cocktail hour or whatever and then you amplify it times zoom right like you're trying to like make <laughs> multiply up for by time, zoom like, <laughs> You know, like, dude, like, it was so bad. It was, it was depressing and like tragic. And like, um, because they all are asking him the same questions, like, oh my gosh, how are you? He's like, yeah, feeling better. Like, he's just on repeat. He's having the same, he's answering the same questions at the start of the like interaction. He's like, no, you can hold the iPad. No, I'm feeling better. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is brutal. And then, after they put down the iPad, only eight more of these to go. Yeah. It's like you're like in it's like you're interviewing for a sales manager across like country. It's like it was brutal, dude. Brutal. Uh well speaking of sales, let's segue into oh. Greer's final uh breakdown of the episode. So first of all Magical segue. Good job. Yeah. I mean do we think okay, so so Put yourself in the mind state before watching her um her Zoom interview. Do you think he's into her? Because I feel like he's kind of he's kind of moved on. I guess. I mean, I just the amount of validation she feels like she needs leads me to believe that she really isn't getting much validation at all. Which leads me to believe that Zach just really isn't paying that much attention to her. But what do you think in your heart of hearts before? Now, like I said, mind state before watching her her Zoom interview. I think she still had a shot because of who she's outlasted. I guess. You know, like if I look back at some of the other people that have been let go, I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's got to be something there, right? Because to me, he let people go who I thought seemed to have more of a connection with Zach or like got more screen time or maybe it's just, you know, the edits. But I, I mean, she's outlasted some of the other ones and... I think you're right. Like apparently they're going to fucking um, t 
Thailand is what I is what I saw on something. So, I mean, maybe he's like, shit, I'm saving Greer for the freaky Thailand date. I mean, you know, if you know if, if you know you got it bad for somebody, like why why rush it? You know, keep him around and save it for later. I don't I don't know. He did not seem to be into her off the jump in this Zoom interview. No, and but sometimes I'm like, is that is that uh, Zoom fatigue, right? Maybe she went ninth or tenth, and you're like, you're just done with this thing, you know, you're just done with this round robin. But I will say, I mean, obviously it did not go well. She left in tears. He had to reiterate a point that I thought he had already made that really kind of like knocked her down about how she, when he brought it up this, you talk about how he brought it up a second time. Like he'd already put her down and then he brought it up again. So we got it. We have to say, I mean, we, we, you know, we talk like people have, have watched the episode, but we got to say this out loud. So Greer basically compares, uh, Zach having COVID and being unable to, you know, uh, continue on the bachelor for a period of time, uh, to her uh, having a sales goal that she's not able to reach because uh, a sales goal at she work because COVID. she she got COVID and she had to stop what she was doing as well. Not the best analogy, but I think we all can see that you know she was just trying to find some some common ground. Exactly. Uh, I, I I think it was a probably it was a bit of an immature comparison, and I'm gonna chalk that up just to her age and maturity levels, but sure. not malicious. And Zach really had to fucking uh, beat her up about it. Yeah, he definitely beat her up about it. I mean, the fact that he brought it up and then brought it up again, you know, I don't know if there if there were other highlights throughout their like Zoom date. But I think there was another issue there too, where well, she said she said that she was freaking out, you know, not freaking out, but she was, you know, not she was freaking out by not being able to see herself. And then she uh, implied that you know that she looks at herself uh, the whole time when she's in a, a call because because she's there. And I mean, I I unfortunately find myself looking at myself a lot too because Everyone I guess because I'm vain Everyone or does. I mean, yeah, it's normal, right? I don't even have to be vain. Totally I'm just normal. normal. Yeah. No, it's totally normal. Like you have, you have no <laughs> other way of knowing the way you are presenting yourself on a video call than at least getting a picture in picture of yourself, right? Like how, how do I know if like, I got a booger hanging out of my nose or like, but you gotta, you have to realize though that in real life, we don't have that luxury in real life. I would be talking to you right now and neither one of us would know what we looked like and we'd be okay with that. There's something yeah. about being on camera, no, like worrying about getting our best angle. Because I tell you, the mother, a motherfucker could look ugly on camera that's hot in real life if you if you hit him with a bad mm-hmm. angle or some bad lighting. So I feel like I know that's for right. me, I'm just always like, yo, what am I doing right now? Like, how many chins do I have? How many shadows mm-hmm. do I have? What's that's what's right. good? How does my mustache look? I feel like he was he was cranky. He was tired. He was sick. And then she just got the worst of him. And um, and like we've seen with him, like if he's not feeling it, like your days are numbered, right? Like that's it. Like he cuts you out. And so we go to the final virtual uh, rose ceremony where they have to pick their own rose. Which was, God, that was fucking awful too. It looked like they were just in some little fucking, they had them in like a, like a conference room. At the fucking no hotel, bro. In London. There's no room in London for anything. It's a small country. It's a, Everything's <laughs> on top of each other. There <laughs> are no shit. conference rooms. Like that in London. shit was fucking and packed like, in, bro. I love when like 
Jesse Palmer standing beside, uh, beside the TV. And like, he looks at the TV as if he's like, you know, good luck. Like as if he can see him as if he's really standing there. I'm like, bro, you, you could have just like, you could have just like, it's like talking to like the person at like the Taco Bell drive-thru. Like you're not really beside them, bro. <laughs> you're just Dude, like, Jesse does very, Jesse does very little, but he tries to do the most when he does something. <laughs> he when, tries to make everything he does a thing, even though it's all very minuscule, but, what he actually does. Like Jesse Palmer's failure to react to like, Zach is having a mental breakdown on zoom. He's having a mental breakdown. He's obviously been in quarantine for a few days and Jesse gives him nothing. Like he, <laughs> Jesse doesn't even say anything for like 30 seconds, at least in the edit. And he's like, I can tell you're really sad right now. And it's like, dude, you're terrible at this. Like Chris Harrison would have like pulled something out of it, pulled him back from the depths, reached into a memory, something Chris Harrison would have, that's where you really miss Chris, Chris Harrison in those spots. Cause his Chris Harrison was part therapist. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, Jesse doesn't have that type of, that type of vibe. I feel like he'd like to think he does, but I feel like Jesse's a real, like go, go get him sport, like firm pat on the back kind of guy. Uh, and then goes mm-hmm. into the other room to crack a crack a brewski. So let's talk about this final rose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh man, we lose Kylie and Mercedes, which mm-hmm. is interesting because he seemed to have a good iPad date with Kylie and a bad iPad date with Greer. So Greer gets the final rose. Mercedes and Kylie are going home. I mean, we didn't really even see him interact with Mercedes um, at all. Uh, so Mercedes, Ever. not so much of a surprise. So Kylie and Mercedes are gone. Greer stays. Zach did not look happy. He looked yeah. fucking pissed. I think the the producers made him keep mm-hmm. Greer, and he did it, but he didn't do it uh, graciously. I feel like he looked fucking. He looked mad when he did it, and he looked mad after the fact. Yeah. And why he would have kept her after all that gotta be producer producer influence what do you think i thought the ex- i thought the exact same thing i think this was the first and only time where zach hasn't like if zach has a negative in- interaction with you of any type up until this point you're going home sometimes 10 minutes later <laughs> yeah right like yeah. he's cutting you loose or he's like it's obvious what the answer is going to be especially after Christina Mandrell got sent home and you're like, that was surprising, right? Like, you're like, oh, like you can't even slip up a little bit with him. Like he's just, like, no. if you have bad vibes with him, you have a bad interaction. If you start to, if you start to like fall apart in, in front of him or have self-doubt or need too much of that validation, you know, um, he just cuts you loose. It's the first time he has gone against that pattern. And to your point, maybe that's why he's pissed. Cause he's like, yeah, the producers, you know, like possibly forced me to, it's just, it was a, it was a bizarre, um, twist. You know, I think I thought for sure that the last one was going to go to Mercedes. Kylie already had some past drama on her name. You know what I mean? Um, she was also crying throughout the entire, uh, London trip. Um, and Mercedes just seems at, at, at least to be the most like 
most like drama free of those bottom three. So I, I was surprised. Well, Mercedes had her. They all cried. All three of them cried. All three of them did cry this episode. I thought for sure after the double, the double beat down in the Zoom chat that Greer was was going home because yeah, you're you're sure. right. He like he brought that shit back up like on some like yep. I don't know if you heard me the first time shit and she obviously heard him the first time. <laughs> double down, yeah. <laughs> beat her up. All right, so we got so we got nine left. All right, um, yeah, nine. So we've got. I'm gonna run them down for you. We got Allie, Ariel, the you know the boss from New York. We yeah, with Rodeo some crazy Brooklyn. outfits this episode. Rodeo Brooklyn. Yep. Ro- Ro- Rodeo Brooklyn. Uh, Charity, Gabby, Greer, Jess, who's might be fifteen. Yeah. Uh, Katie and Kat, who's now Kat, Catherine, Kat. So any early uh, bets on who's gone next week? Any thought on this final nine? Um, well, I just wanted to say real quick, you know, and we don't really have to talk about it because there's not much to say, but um, poor Charity had a one-on-one that she did not get to go on. I mean, we kind of just glossed over that, but um, that's right. very that's heartbreaking right. for her because there's not going to be a makeup date. They're moving, they're moving on, you know, the schedule must be scheduling i don't think she's getting a a do-over a do-over on that and i I feel bad i feel bad for her because that's a shitty way to to get that uh pulled out from under you i'm curious if any of these people will will get pulled into their own covid you know quarantines right like will will one of them get like locked off and in in this room and not allowed to leave like the uk you know what i mean I, i think if you get covid and you're a contestant i think you're just cut i i don't think you get you don't get a pass. I think you're, you're just cut. Is what I yeah. is what I would think. Um, I love the question instead of asking, yeah, how, who's gonna still be there? Who's gonna get cut? Um, and that's a good question. I mean, Greer, I just see, I just see, I I don't know. I don't I don't know how how Zach's gonna play ball. I don't think he's saving Greer as best for last. You know what I mean? I don't think he's 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 got a vibe with her. So. I think she's gonna get. I think she's gonna get cut. I think G- my money's on Greer or Jess. Uh, oh yeah, at this Jess. Point, I, I'm gonna go towards the younger ones. Um, I think some of the older ones, and 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 again, older is like the higher twenties versus like the lower twenties. <laughs> like I'm not saying like they're actually old. These are all like young women between the ages of 23 and 28 at, at this point. But like, like. Um, it seems like the two nurses are over tw- 25. They seem to bring a little more something to the table from like a maturity level, which is, I don't know. There's just something about Jess and, and Greer that I, I think they're on the chopping block because I just think that they're probably the less like mature of the group. I, you know, I, well, I mean, Zach keeps stressing that he's looking for a wife and I just, neither one of them are screaming wife material. Not at this point in life. I'm not mm. saying they won't ever be no. there um but just right yeah. now i just don't think either of them are are probably ready for that or what zach's looking for i mean zach's zach's looking for uh some some women with good heads on their shoulders and i don't know about we just don't know enough about about jess but uh she just seems a little a little young and overwhelmed by it all shaky yeah like the youngest the youngest 23 year old i've ever seen in my life yeah yeah I think the yeah. glitter's not helping. No, the glitter's not helping. The glitter, the glitter is not <laughs> helping. 
So let's call. I mean, I think final two. It's probably. I think it's gonna probably be Katie and Cat would probably be my guess for final two. Ooh, that's good. Katie and Cat, two two nurses. I like that. That look the same. I don't know, man. I, Gabby, Gabby's got something that she, she, she's got to make it to the top three. That's definitely my top three. Like Katie, Cat, and Gabby are my top three right now. Who I think will go the furthest. Yeah. I'm sorry we didn't get to talk about um about Cat's butt together. It was probably best that it was probably best that we didn't. Yeah, we'd get canceled for that, bro. Uh, there's no what butts gonna say? in England. There's no butts in England. That's for sure. Did you watch any of the previews? I mean, I, I know you're not a big preview guy, but you read too much on the internet, so there's too many spoilers. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, I had to run out, <laughs> so as soon as as soon as I saw the end of the row ceremony, I was out. So I did not see the post credits scene, and I did not see any previews. Gotcha. Well, Do they I go to Thailand? Thailand? I I have no idea where they're going next. They I didn't okay. get it from the from the previews, but maybe I I missed it. But um, by by the end of this one, uh, you know, to me this was one of the less. I mean, this was hands down. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna say this was hands down the worst episode of the season. Definitely, the COVID no doubt. popping off wasn't you know was definitely like ruining it but i think that like um you know it was nice to see gabby do her thing but um yeah it was just like by 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 the end of this one i was ready to turn the damn thing off i was like man covid very cool it was very funny to see um like the women walking up selecting their own rows and looking into a TV that he obviously couldn't see them on. <laughs> I was like, what is <laughs> and that's the episode wrapped up. I think he could see them because they, him and Katie did that little air hug thing together. That seemed like it was somewhat in sync. I mean, I don't know oh. the whole thing. The whole thing sucked. I mean, I, I was having a bit of a, a, a bad day too. And I, yeah, I mean this, this is the least amount of notes I've ever written for an episode. Same. I just, you know, I just was like, let's just wrap it up. You know, let's just wrap it up. <laughs> Scotty, always a pleasure, bro. I'm going to do a proper goodbye, man. Um, where can our, where can our guests find you, man? If anybody's trying to find you, our guests, oh, I'm so high. Where can our, where, <laughs> where can our listeners? I said that with such conviction. I was so proud of myself for doing the social media shout out too. Where can our listeners find you, man? If they, if they want to find you, uh, Scotty Boombox on everything. That's a uh, Instagram is what my primary social media platform of choice, and at ScottyBoombox.com. Sick. You can find me at J Waves' crib right now in a bathrobe because I got the heat off because I don't like the heat to be heating in the background when I'm doing this show. Ain't that the truth? Oh, when, I'm, right. when I record an album, bro, I freeze out my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you got, got yeah, because you got the, yeah, you got the, got the, the shit cut off. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> well, you know what it means, bro. We just, we can, we can always, I'm trying to set this up and I can't even know, how, I can't even do it, man. But anyways. Zach, he said dude, you called it in the beginning, man. No poker face, man. 
No None. poker face whatsoever. When Zach doesn't like it, the expression of pain is on his face. Like when he feels uncomfortable when they make him take showers on camera, man. The fucking the pain, bro. You could you could see you could see it. But Thailand, that's coming back, and he needs to wash up anyways because he he might be contagious. So there might be a couple shower scenes in Thailand. Bro, you're definitely getting COVID in Thailand, man. Come on. Food Dude, poisoning. How do you at take least? a man who just recovered from COVID to Thailand? It seems like like Bro, yeah, what if he's I talking mean, about COVID fatigue on all his one-on-ones from here on out? Oh, herd immunity. I hope they got it, dude. They're going to go into the heart of darkness. Bro, so interesting they didn't say shit about Gabby. I mean, literally swap and stick. Interesting. I think it's alarming. And it also makes you wonder how much time how much time has passed, though. They make it seem like it's the next day, bro. It could have been like three days later. Where did it? Yeah, where, did he just go out on his own to the pub for three days? You know, like, where were you? Like, what? It was it's Who knows? bizarre that she was not quarantined herself. Well, you know? the producers, maybe the producers are out wiling out. And then a producer was like, hi, Zach. Just all up in his face. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Are you ready for your one on one? Are you ready to have to pick Greer? <laughs> Greer. 